Call this meeting to order. We'll start with a prayer and a pledge. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together today to do the will that needs to be done within this city to serve you and the residents. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Here. Mr. Bronner. Here. Mr. Bishop. Here. Mr. Boehner. Here. Mr. Tallman. Here. Mrs. Kroger. Here. Mrs. Edichico. Here. Seven present, so we have a quorum for business and for legislation. Uh, next up is approval of minutes. We have two meeting uh, minutes to approve April 18th and May 2nd is our motion. I'll make a motion to approve the April 18th minutes. Second. Okay, so we have a motion by Mrs. Edichico, the uh, second by Mr. Bishop to approve the April 18th meeting minutes. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Also May 2nd is there. I'll make a motion we adopt, uh, approve the minutes from May 2nd. Second. Second. Oh, as a tie, I'll give it to Mrs. Kroger. So motion by Mr. Boehner and a second by Mrs. Kroger to approve the May 2nd meeting minutes. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Carries by voice vote. Okay. Uh, on to the next section, audience asking participation. So Carla's been nice enough to type this out for me, so I'm going to read it. This is a meeting of the Council of the City of Reading made public for conducting the business of council and is not to be considered a community forum. By that, I guess they mean this is not Facebook. For those who wish to address council, please approach the podium, state your name. At this time, you'll be allotted five minutes to speak, and I have a timer that's set for five minutes right now. When you are finished speaking, please return to your seat and council members may comment or answer questions if needed. Council members or the city's administration may address anything said during audience participation during their reports or at the end of the meeting during other business. I see people in the gallery. Please approach, state your name. Been in a little while. It's been a while. It was a great day. Yeah. So, um, last meeting, we live on Siebenthaler. You know, the Classic Academy is contemplating expanding the school down it. Um, during the last council meeting, which I wasn't able to attend, but I did watch, um, the comment was made if we have anything new to bring, but we found out, please bring it forward. I had the opportunity to, his name is Jed Harding, the board of directors, the president, president of the board of directors. Um, he was on Facebook. He's on the Reading Facebook, which he lives in Evendale, which is okay. He got into the group discussion. So I, outside of Facebook, messaged him and said, we had heard that you had signed a contract already with the Archdiocese and that it's probably going to start construction in September. He told me that is not true. They have not signed an agreement with the Archdiocese. He knows the Archdiocese is trying to sell it but they have not signed an agreement yet. Now, according to what he presented a month ago, the two places are Siebenthaler and Ward's Corner. Um, he volunteered to come and meet with us, the community in Siebenthaler. We did meet last night as a group. I declined that because I felt that there should be representatives there. 
not just citizens talking to him. I thought it was a community thing that we should all talk together, which is why I'm here. Um, we, uh, there was 10, 12 of us last night who met. We want to offer our assistance and help in helping us. As you can imagine, we don't want the additional thousand kids down there. It's just not feasible. You know, you think about the fire, safety, infrastructure. Seabin Valley is not the best paved road it is, is, but we're fine with what we're there. We have a quiet street. There's a lot of reasons we don't want them there. If they stayed one through or kindergarten through fourth, I think they are right now, we have no objection to that. The traffic flow has gotten much better, okay? Um, we're here to offer us as citizens, homeowners, taxpayers, um, our help. What can we do to help you guys talk to them? Has, and from what I understand, he has not spoken to anybody since last fall about any zoning. We don't even know if he knows the sister's house is zoned uh, residential, so that's a whole zoning issue. Um, Sue was able to get the zoning things from Pat Ross today. We looked at him, so there's a lot of questions up there. And my question to you is, are you able to approach them before they sign a contract? Before, then we have to go through all this stuff about, well, you know, I'll have to do that, or yes, you can do that, or too bad, citizens, this is what's going in. So that's, that's my question. And the big question we all decided as a group, what can we do to help you guys? That it? All right. I guess that's it. Okay. Do you want to go round robin or do you want someone to answer some of your questions at this point? Sure, go ahead. Thank you. Hi, Sue Rinderley, 167 Like Deb said, I spoke to Patrick Ross today via email, and the house that's next to the Hinkins that the nuns live in is zoned residential, and we would like you as our representatives to keep it that way. Um, we would like to keep all the lines of communication open between us and the council on how we can remedy this situation. Also, the speeding is still there. The sign has not been moved to the other side of the street going up the hill. Is there any way we can get another sign? I know school's out in like next week, but the speeding is ridiculous. Is there any way the police can sit? They can sit in my driveway? I don't care, but we would like to have some police presence up there because there's little kids that live on the end of the street. Okay. And the cars are going up all the time, all, not, all hours of the day. And I think they're having summer programs too, and it's just going to be just as bad. And, maybe put another uh, school limit sign up the hill because there is one like when you first get to the circle going up the hill but there's none the rest of the side of the street okay okay 99 times out of 100 the chief listen so i probably won't even have to tell him and also i i'd asked patrick i know that you said the sign counts the cars but like this morning when i was going to work there was a car flying down siementhaler so i happened to look to see what her speed limit was and it wasn't even working so is there any tracker we can get that goes across the street to count the cars like they used to do? Okay, well this does count them and we've had several road studies here very recently, including up on Waxwing Drive. So we'll, if there's something wrong, we'll find out. Yeah, but it's, the sign's not always on is what I'm saying. I okay, the okay. have noticed that too. All right, well that's the first I've heard of that. We'll, we will get that checked out. Okay, thank you. Okay, sure. So is that, is that sign run on solar, I mean, a solar battery? I think it's both. I think it is solar and also can be. It's possible. Well, we have my son the last two days, maybe, maybe what it is. But what I passed out tonight for anybody that didn't get it the week before, what they're presenting up to do up there 
and the, the house they're talking about will turn into a parking lot or part of the uh, new school building. And what I'm going to ask, and I've asked Dave uh, Powell to put this in his committee uh, to verify that they would need a building permit to execute this whole plan because that one residential house is a big part of their parking and roadway. Um, from what I understand, my understanding is if they have to have a building, a zoning permit, it would require a traffic study, uh, require a lot of things that they've got to do that wouldn't be necessarily have to be done because the building permit, uh, the zoning is already there for the rest of the school. But when you take out that one house, I believe, as Patrick said, then that's that house is owned residential. It's not part of the, it's not exactly part of the school property. Um, it's connected to the school property because it'll be part of the sale of the property. But uh, and I know they're they're trying to figure out uh, why how much they need to spend up there, plus purchasing the property versus going to Ward's Corner and rehab that building there. I, you know I. I have no idea how they're doing that without talking to the city, number one, because I talked to Dan Brooks and Dave Stevenson last week, the week before. Um, they haven't talked to Dan Brooks at all. So without trying to, without finding out what, how much the building permit's going to cost and what they can and can't do, I, uh, I know that uh, sprinklers would be all, would have to be installed in all the new buildings. They'd have to have minimum of 400, park, 400 car parking spot up there. Um, but my recollection, talking to Daryl Courtney, I think it's a six-inch water main. Uh, and sprinklers and what, well, all the buildings that we're trying to put up there, that six-inch water main is not going to cover it. They'd have to put a new eight-inch main there just to, to carry the stuff they need there. Uh, sewer capacity may be enough. I don't know that. I, MSD would have to get involved in that. But I'd like to make a motion that we put the zoning question into Dave Powell's committee. Because uh, he's zoning plan environment, I think that's proper place to put that in. Well, real quick, wouldn't that also have to go through planning uh, commission too? Anything that they would plan on doing? Yeah, we'd have to go through planning commission. Yes, and but so again, is... they have to fill the building permit out to start that process, though. Right. And um, I mean, my way of thinking, I would think that they would at least ask the question: A, what the building permit's going to cost. What are some of the things we're required to do to, to put their numbers together? If they want to truly compare the site in Reading versus the Ward's Corner site, I would think you'd have to have some numbers, and they, they haven't done anything. And Bob, until they get exact prints, I don't think Dan Brooks is going to be able to give them a cost of a permit. You know, I think we're going to need a whole lot more information before we can even start down that road. So, and again, they haven't even purchased it yet. So. I'm sure they're not going to pay architects a lot of money to get detailed drawings until they, if, and, and when they do. So, and you know, from from my point of view, you know. Hold, hold on a second. We have a motion on the floor by Mr. Boehner looking for a second, second. to put this, Ms. Kroger, into the zoning committee. Uh, we'll do that by voice vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Who carries? Go ahead. You know, we have to we have to abide by laws that are in place now can laws change yes they can you know and that happens from a legislative branch here i'm an executive branch that upholds the laws uh, and enforces the laws so anyway 
um, you know, as far as zoning issues go and what can be done, I'm sure zoning will find out what legally can be done. Again, they're guided by laws and guidelines that they have to stay within. So it's it's a long road, but you know, we appreciate you guys continuing to uh, give us your feelings and points of views and ideas, and we'll see what we can do. If you could, first off, I'm gonna need some time to get my head wrapped around it. But in the meantime, whoever, I guess, put on the meeting the other night, if somebody could email me the contact information for him, and I, I would rather talk to him directly and find out where they are as far as due diligence, because really what you're asking us to reach out to them, but it really should be them as they're doing their due diligence on the two sites, them reaching out to us and then on their other site to Miami Township as they're looking at the due diligence on both of their sites. They may not even be that far looking at getting that detailed into due diligence, but I will reach out to him if you get me the info and figure out where they are in their process. And That's why I didn't feel comfortable saying to him, sure, I'll talk to you. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in, in their handout at the meeting that they had a few weeks ago, they were making a decision by September. So uh, the residents really feel they need to get out in front of this and not wait until they buy the property because if they're buying the property, they're going ahead with it. Right. Well, I mean, if, it, if I'm spending that kind of money on the property right. from a business perspective or school perspective, I'm going to make sure that I can do what I want on it right. before I agree to, to sell it. So, right. you know, they're probably in the due diligence phase, which this is the appropriate time but i will i will reach out for out to them see where they're at and and uh then kind of figure out what's going on back here and kind of wrap my head around it so should be able to probably the next council meeting report back on something so okay bo i, I got a question and i'm, I'm not comparing reading schools to the class academy but sheer numbers is reading they have like 1500 1400 kids 1500 and then seven hundred students and seven hundred and some across the street plus they're, teachers. They're estimating the next five to six years they would have thirteen hundred kids there. Now, Reading has three entrances and two exits. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and you know they they they've actually they can dump on the three streets pretty quickly. Well, thirteen hundred people or kids, some driving because they're seniors or juniors. Uh, with one way in, one way out, doesn't make any sense. And you know, one of the things I think they've talked about is uh, spread out the start times and exit times. Well, all that's going to do is make the traffic problem last longer than what it does now. You know, I, I tried to leave this morning at 8:15. I couldn't get out of my driveway for 10 minutes because traffic's backed up trying to get off Hunt Road. You know, I don't think we want to put a traffic light on Hunt Road or a police officer out there directing traffic on the road. But that's what it's going to take. I don't know what happened to this, the academy traffic-wise. Something happened after we were here in October. Since January, the traffic has just gotten worse and worse and worse. And I, it, forget the speeding and all that stuff. The, the sheer number of cars, uh, I don't know if they've done something different down there or that transportation guy's not there anymore. I don't know what happened. Um, but it's it's a mess up there sometimes. When, and I'm not going to deny it, it, there's a mess around every school as far as what we know. Right. 
you know, I, I think one of the things, and again, it is an etch and stone, they would have a lot more room for a lot more cars to get off of Siebenthaler. So anyway, Bob, there's a ton to be worked out. Right. And if they do purchase it, like Dave said, number one, um, they better know what they can and can't do because they can't do just anything. And there will be requirements and the water main is what it is. And if it doesn't, uh, isn't going to do what they need it to do, uh, that'll be a problem for them. So I, I agree with Dave. I think they're going through a lot of research and study. It's a lot of money and I don't think they're just going to jump in not knowing what they're going to do. So again, we'll do all we can. Um, we'll go from there. Sure. The only way a zone change can happen, I believe, is planning commission has to approve it and council has to approve it. So it has to come through both of us. So. With public hearings on top of it. Okay. Right. right. Anyone else from Stephen Taylor? Just Mr. Banner, real quick. According to this drawing, did, are there two other houses that would have to be raised? No, just the one. There's one on the circle. When you go in the circle, right, this one on the right west there. end of the circle. Mm -hmm. The old priest house? Well, yeah, the priest house. Well, actually, I think that's the custodian's house. Oh. The priest house is on Stephenthaler. Up here. All right. And then the old Wackenburg, I don't know who's on the Wackenburg. Yeah. The people who bought their house. Yeah. And then Hinkins on one side and Wackenburg. Right, right. And my wife's cousin used to own the, the priest house. Perry did. Yeah. Well, we just appreciate you guys. We wanted to be here to ask you to look into it. I'll send you the information, Mr. Sorry, Dr. Hastings. Uh, I'll send you his information. Okay, great. Thank you. You know, also really interesting to note there's people, the meeting last night from Sylvia and Dorian, someone care. But so it's not just the people in Siebenthal, it affects the whole neighborhood. Well, and especially uh, when you're riding the teenage drivers, right? Well, they're going to be—they'll be parking everywhere. At the end, of, at the end of when school releases, there's a lot of cars parked on Dorian, and the kids walk up there because they're trying to avoid mm -hmm. the traffic jams. Uh, you know, and most of the people are not bad drivers; they'll let people out. But it's always the same one percent that block driveways, don't let you out. You know, even though they're not going anywhere, or they're flying. You know, I've hollered at a couple of them. They got kids in the pickup truck, they're doing 50 mile an hour. And they got stopped less than a quarter mile from Hunt Road. I don't know what, wh why are you driving so fast do you have to slam the brakes on when you get to Hunt Road? The truth is they don't stop, they just keep on going. You know, and people talk about uh, when it was Sacred Heart. Well, it's a big difference there because there's a heck of a lot of kids walk to Sacred Heart, then drive. Now there was assemblies, there was school plays and stuff like that where yeah there was i'm sure a lot of traffic i didn't live up there then but uh, it was it wasn't as bad as it is now because you got people come from all over the place well i would imagine too the enrollment at sacred heart was far less than yeah, what this would maybe be yeah. well, no, it, it, at one time it was about 750 800 kids oh yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. My sister Bonnie's class had 110. Yeah. Mine had 100. So, yeah, there could have been. Yeah. Eight, I was going back to yeah. when we were in grade school. You know, what's amazing, I was talking to Mark about this before the meeting. When we moved stuff down to St. Peter and Paul, when we were getting ready to make the move, I couldn't. I went down there uh, in the old school, and then they built the new one. But I couldn't believe how much smaller St. Peter and Paul is than St. Gart was. You start walking around Sacred Heart, you got a lot of classrooms, and those are big classrooms. Mm -hmm. But anyway, well, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Thank Any you. others? Just call us anytime. Absolutely. Okay. Very good. Anyone else wishing to speak to council? Bob Ashbrock, 221 Walnut Street, Reading, Ohio, 45215. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to speak to you uh, about a topic that was raised via presentation at last meeting. Um, meeting and presentation was, of course, conducted by um, Tri-State Trails regarding a uh, request of the city to contribute to a feasibility study. Um, I would strongly urge um, this council to promote and pass that. I'm happy to report that so many of our neighboring communities who would uh, share in the benefits that this trail would create have already contributed mightily. Uh, the, the slides that were shown last week did not all get reprinted to the video production. So I'll mention again some of those contributors. Um, Great Parks is in for $30,000. The Village of Evendale is in for $20,000. Sharonville is in for $15,000. Uh, Wyoming, I believe, is in for $20,000. Uh, already, um, our neighbors to the north, Lincoln Heights, have contributed $2,500. So I would hope that the City of Reading would uh, do its share in advancing this very important regional asset plan. Um, a little additional information. Um, I suspect that this trail, when completed, would add mightily to the quality of life for the citizens of Reading, providing a recreational opportunity that uh, many travel many miles to achieve right now. Uh, and it would obviously be right in their own backyard particularly for those residents of more two who would uh, benefit both from the uh, recreational opportunities transportation opportunities as well as the increased desirability for their neighborhood for uh, living working and playing so um, again I know that the reading did not occur last week and you'll have a first reading this evening um, it would be hoped that <coughs> emergency language could be added to that in as much as the project manager has identified various additional grants that could be pursued in, in direction of this thing and uh, there are deadlines associated with that around July so if council would be so kind as to consider and advance that I'm sure your constituents would be mightily pleased thank you thank you Bob. any others going once going twice okay no others so on to reading of uh, reading of communications i didn't see any carla did you okay. no sir no communications guest speakers none scheduled i don't see any in the room executive session none scheduled
moving on to the legislative session uh, so we have what I've noticed in this stack of stuff here that I printed we got a lot of emergency ordinance language if your particular ordinance the one you brought or the one you're proposing or one you're supporting has that language in it I would like to at least hear some discussion about it because some of these things shouldn't even have in my opinion an emergency clause in them because they should have been known about two or three months ago some of them um, so if your ordinance or resolution is read and it has that I'd like for you to explain clearly to the public why it's an emergency go ahead Carl that's re resolutions first a resolution ooh, a resolution authorizing the uh, service director of the city of Reading Ohio to prepare and submit an application to participate in the transit infrastructure fund programs and to execute contracts as required and declaring an emergency so I don't see Patrick here does anybody want to talk about that he has it on here um, this is the same one we applied for last year and we were awarded for West Columbia this will require suspension of second and third readings or we will need to have extra meetings so it is a um, standard resolution that we've passed before so my question is when was this known uh, he sent it on May 5th well I, I get that when did he know that this thing was in existence that we could pass it I would assume May 5th when did he know when did he know I think very close to that because as soon as he knew he had engineers come out identify streets that would qualify and that took a little time and on we've moved and now the quicker we apply just as mr. Ashbrock is staying you know after from time to time demanding three readings on everything you know there are times you know to suspend the second third reading happened many many times when mr. Ashbrock was on council so you know then to hear from time to time we need to have three readings every time there's times when it's beneficial for our residents and businesses and our city uh, to move quicker and this is one of them that's fine my problem with that is that everything's done on emergency it seems and uh, then if we're gonna do everything on emergency might as well pass rules of council that says everything's an emergency uh, well, I don't promote yeah we vote on it not everything's no. been done on an emergency but, certainly not there okay. is a time limit on this which Patrick does explain in the email that he sent with the resolution. I understand that, but everybody's going to get the same grilling. So I've said everything I'm going to say about it. So if someone wants to make a motion, go ahead. I'll make a motion. We suspend the rules requiring second, third reading. Second. second. So a motion to suspend rules requiring a second and third reading by Mr. Banner, second by Mrs. Edichico. Uh Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Edichico. Yes. Seven yes. The suspension carries. Motion to adopt. Second. Second. Was that you to adopt? Or just, okay. Was that you on second? Okay. So we have a motion to adopt by Mrs. Edichico. Second by Mrs. Kroger. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Edichico. Yes. Seven yes. The resolution carries. Resolution number, please. 2023 17 R. 
think we need the button with the flashing light to see which one gets it first. <laughs> like Jeopardy? Like, yeah, yeah, game show. Yeah. Like we should also have theme music for certain people. <laughs> All right, moving on to reading of ordinances. Uh, yeah. I have mine in order. Hold on one second, sorry. All right. An ordinance amending and updating Chapter 1426 of the Reading Codified Ordinances uh, Exterior Property Maintenance Code by repeal and substitution and declaring an emergency. I will say the reason that we are declaring an emergency is so that this goes immediately into effect so that we can take care of some of the nuisance properties that are um, around town um, that are that uh, need this in place to move it along. So is six additional weeks going to be too long to wait for that since some of those properties you're talking about have been in dilapidated state for over two years? Well, that's exactly why we would like to get this in place because they've been dilapidated for so long. Has everyone here read the 11 page exhibit? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. That went with this mm -hmm. and everybody's good with the language in there? Yep. I think it's horrible language. It's poorly written and there are some problems with it that I detected quickly. And I can't believe nobody else here caught some. Well, this of them. was reviewed by Dave Stevenson in my committee and it was written by Paul Coulter, yeah. who is, we've worked with in the past. I would like to know why the property maintenance officer, and I had to manually mark these pages one through three, the property maintenance officer is des designated by the police chief, but where is it? Police chief is not defined, but fire chief is. Where is that? The appointment actually comes from the mayor either earlier or later. I didn't mark it as to where that is. Oh, wait, it is page six near the bottom. Here we are, page six near the bottom. Uh, doesn't say approved by the mayor, but Dwight, it's approved. The, it, the exterior department maintenance code officer is appointed by the police chief with the mayor's approval. I believe. That was previously in our code. Yes, but the, the way it's written is uh, conflicting. Let's just put it that way. And I have another question. Why is animal mistreatment part of the property, uh, exterior property maintenance officer's job? That's like hoarding of animals, excessive pets and rodents. And uh, that says treatment. It doesn't say, doesn't say hoarding. Well, if you have a if you have a if you have a rat factory that you that you sell your product to a snake handler for food right and again that was in the previous code by the way i know two of those situations that are not here but the, i know of those um i have lots of questions on here that we're not going to take time to to uh ask for them or ask each of those questions but some of it's written in a very broad way, like for this one on page seven uh, for inspections down at the bottom of paragraph A under inspections. Or there is a reason to believe a violation exists of a character which is immediate to the health and safety, thereby requiring inspection and abatement without delay. Be nice to see some examples of that. I mean, because anybody can make any kind of claim. And is that just on the exterior? I can't imagine there are too many of those on the exterior that aren't visible from the street. 
again, this was reviewed by Mr. Stevenson. Um, it might be it might be completely goes. legal in in a in a law sense, but it might not make a whole lot of sense in the common sense sense. Katie, I got a question on the council rules. Right. I believe it states in there that the president's comments are not to influence council in any way. That is correct. So I feel like that's uh, the road point of order. I would like to make a motion to suspend the second and third reading. The rule requiring a second and third reading. Okay. So we have a motion by Mrs. Edichico to second. suspend the rule requiring a second and third reading. Second by Mrs. Kroger. Uh, roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. Seven yes. The suspension carries. Motion to adopt. Second. Second. So motion to adopt by Mrs. Edichico. Second by Mr. Bronner. Roll call, please. Uh, Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. Seven yes. Ordinance carries. Ordinance number? 2023-18. And thank you, Dave and Katie and your committee for the hard work on that. And we've been since November? <laughs> and things will be a little bit more efficient. So thank you very much. Next one. An ordinance repealing chapter 214 of the Reading Codified Ordinances in its entirety and declaring an emergency. Again, so it immediately goes into effect. We've already voted to amend the um, rules that we are operating under. So that way this will immediately go into effect and we can use the rules that we are currently using. I'll make a motion to suspend the second and third readings. Second. Motion by Mr. Bronner, second by Mr. Bishop to suspend rules requiring a second and third reading. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Edichico. Yes. Seven yes. Suspension carries. Motion to adopt. Second. Motion to adopt by Mrs. Kroger, second by Mr. Bronner. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. <clears throat> Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. Seven yes. Ordinance carries. Ordinance number? 2023-19. An ordinance authorizing the safety service director to make payment to Tri-State Trails for the uh, Proportioned cost of feasibility study for the Mill Creek Triangle Trail. I wish to make a motion to add the emergency language um, and add the phrase and declaring an emergency. Discussion. Uh, so we have a motion and discussion. We'll start with the discussion. Go ahead, Mr. Powell. Just to point out that when the ordinance was originally submitted, it was submitted without the emergency clause. Subsequent to that, Mr. Ashbrock had shared with me news of certain grant opportunities that were coming up that if we did not include the emergency clause um, which w delays the ordinance from going into effect for 30 days that we had the opportunity to uh, lose out on possible grant opportunities because of it so uh, that's where uh, the motion from Mr. Bishop came from because after the ordinance was originally drafted 
there became a, a need. And I would simply like to add to that, that from time to time that is necessary because we have gotten lectures from the same gentleman saying that we should have three readings each and every time or uh, we're trying to hide things from the public and it's odd to me. I hope you see now that there are times. Well, then so, so, don't ask for an emergency. So the language of section three will be, this ordinance is hereby declared an emergency measure for the immediate preservation of the public peace, health, safety, and welfare of the citizens of Reading. The reason being that the funding must be in place to allow the project manager to meet a July deadline for additional grant applications pursuant to this important city project. Second. So we have a motion by Mr. Bronner to, I'm sorry, by Mr. Bishop. Mr. Bishop, right? Yes. To add the emergency uh, <clears throat> language. A second by Mr. Powell. <clears throat> Roll call, please. Yeah, Mr. Powell. Yes. Uh, Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Chico. Yes. So we have seven yes. The addition carries. Motion to suspend the second and third reading. Second. Okay, so motion to suspend a rule requiring the second and third reading uh, by Mr. Tomlin, second by, was it Mr. Chico? Roll call, please. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tomlin? Yes. Uh, Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Chico? Yes. Seven yes, the suspension carries. Motion to adopt? Second. Motion to adopt by Mr. Powell, second by Mr. Bishop. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. Seven yes. Ordinance carries. Ordinance number? 202320. Okay. Okay. An ordinance authorizing the auditor to transfer $901 from the reserve balance account to the general fund unencumbered balance and declaring an emergency. Does anybody have back data on that? I have what she sent. And didn't she send that to everybody? I think Sabrina yeah, explained so, that yeah. very well. But the public oh, hasn't sorry. heard it. Hold on oh, there you go. I would, like, I would like for the public to hear this. This is to clean up our funds and get ready for our new accounting software. The reason for this change is that the new software has its last pool of old software information in early June 2023. Um, I will need to move this $901 to prepare. This does not change the fund balance of the general fund, but takes the $901 out of the, out of the encumbrance section. I have attached the ordinance and also the month to date report so you can see the encumbrance item second to last column. I will not be at the council meeting. Patrick or Dave Stevenson can answer any questions. Again, this is not changing a balance but cleaning up an encumbrance that has not been used in the general fund and can be sent back to the unencumbered line of the general fund for future purchases. Discussion, discussion, go ahead. I've asked Sabrina about this once or twice, and she actually said that this has been an, an encumbrance since she started in her job, and she has no idea why. 
she doesn't know what the money was for or why it's encumbered so declaring an emergency and getting letting her get her books cleaned up in a timely fashion I think is the right thing to do and it looks like it needs to be done by early June so All right I'll make a motion to suspend the rule requiring a second and third reading second, second. ooh that's a toss-up there I'll give that one to Mr. Tomlin. Motion to suspend the rule requiring the second and third reading by Mrs. Kroger, second by Mr. Tomlin. Sorry, Mr. <laughs> Chico. I wrote the right wrote the right one down, but said the wrong one. Uh, roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tomlin. Yes. Mr. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. <laughs> Mrs. Chico. Yes. Seven yes. The suspension carries. Motion to adopt. Second. So motion to adopt by Mr. Bronner, second by Mrs. Kroger. Uh, roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Edichico. Yes. Seven yes. Ordinance carries. Ordinance number, please. Ordinance awarding a contract, John R. Jurgensen Company, for the West Columbia Avenue Improvements Project for $547,780.88 and declaring an emergency. Discussion. Discussion. Uh, Mayor Bemis, can you uh, back me up on this? Did uh, Patrick say that half of this project will be paid for with grant money? Very, very close. $265,000 from SORTA. The same, you have the yeah. same grant we just passed to uh, apply we're, for? We're going to apply yes. for more. Okay. Beautiful. Absolutely. They have a real good chance. So. And I would assume the emergency is because we need to let these guys know that they have the contract. And, and to get that work started. It, right. it will not be paved until next year. There's a lot of curb work and concrete work. And by the time that's done, it would be too cool for blacktop. So it, it'll go into next year. But still, the, the concrete work can start ASAP. And it looks like he got the final bids um, May 15th. So, and I'm, I would imagine these bids don't last forever. No. So, uh, Bo, do you know what, if this money comes out of Streets and Curbs Fund? It doesn't say in the orders where the money's coming out of. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Streets and yeah, Curbs. Streets and and Section curbs. 2, Streets and Curbs. Oh, Section 2, all right. Yeah. All right. I'll make a motion to suspend the second the rule requiring a second and third reading. Second. The motion by Mrs. Edichico, second by Mr. Bishop to suspend the rule requiring the second and third reading. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Edichico. Yes. <coughs> motion to adopt. Second. second. Motion to adopt by Mrs. Edichico, second by Mr. Bronner. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Edichico. Yes. Ordinance is adopted. Ordinance number. 2023-22. I believe there is a late add. Make a motion that we add the ordinance directing the Community Improvement Corporation of the City of Reading, acting as agent for the City of Reading, to execute a purchase agreement with Gail Sharp Fear 
and Synthony Sharp Brown for the sale of real property known as 13 East Benson Street, owned by the city and declaring an emergency. Second. So we have a motion by Mr. Powell and second by Mr. Bronner to add Mr. Stevenson's final, I'm not gonna repeat all that, uh, laid over the, over the fence ordinance to the agenda. Uh, roll call, please. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. So it's added to the agenda. Is there a discussion? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll bring up some discussion on this. This is for the property that uh, is between the old rally site and the railroad tracks. That is a city-owned track. The city at the time acquired the property for, I believe, zero dollars, if that's correct. It was forfeited to the city. It was forfeited to the city. Um, we have an offer uh, to sell... Is it 125? 125,000, which is actually over what the appraised value was of the property. Uh, there, we have a series of restrictions that we have discussed with them and negotiate to help control the use of the property and to get hopefully what uh, what everybody in the community would like to see there. Ultimately, when it's developed and hopefully get the rally site remediated as soon as soon as possible. And the, the proposed purchasers are the owners of the uh, rally site. That is correct. So they're combining the lots and gonna develop it. Yes. That's correct. Yes. Within the restrictions that we have in place. That's correct. correct. And a time limit. Please. There is a time limit as well. Yes. Yes, it's uh, what, five years yeah, on think, yeah. them to do it. If not, we have the right to repurchase the property for the same amount. Mm -hmm. I'll make a motion to suspend the rule requiring a second and third reading. Second. Motion by Mr. Tomlin to suspend the rules requiring a second and third reading. Second by Mr. Bishop. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. Seven yes. The suspension carries. Motion to adopt. Second. Motion to adopt by Mrs. Edichico. Second by Mr. Bronner. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. Ordinance is adopted. Ordinance number? 2023 23 any others I think so all right seeing no further legislation miscellaneous business mr. Bishop thank you mr. president I just want to mention that the uh, uh, some of the uh, stats from uh, the SP uh, media uh, regarding viewership last time we had 98 viewers live uh, 216 impressions we had 69 unique viewers on YouTube afterward from the archived views. Uh, we had 173 unique listeners on the different audio platforms as podcasts. So quite good numbers. Awesome. Mrs. Kroger. I just would like to um, send my condolences to the family of Nancy Ramsey. She's been a 
a neighbor to here to City Hall for as long as I can remember, um, and to Bill Manis. Mr. Thomas. Uh, just a reminder, we have pool signups uh, this Saturday from 10 to noon. We've also added some extra dates uh, if you can't make Saturday. So next week, May 22nd, 23rd, 24th, that's Monday through Wednesday. You can go to the field house from 6 to 8 p.m. We also added the following Tuesday, Wednesday, that's May 30th and 31st from 4 to 7 p.m. Beyond that, uh, the pool was rolling out souvenir cups this year. They're for sale for $5. A refill for the rest of the year is only $1. If you buy the disposable cups, it's $1.25. So pretty good deal. And lastly, happy birthday, Mom. Oh. <laughs> Moms are good. Council first. Go ahead. Uh, Reading Public Works uh, been busy uh, the last two weeks out patching potholes and streets. Mulch has been out collecting branches. The backhoe is out cleaning, cleaning brush catch basins. City crews are in the process of locating lead water line services and exercising street valves. It's a big deal because when they got a water main break, they'll shut the whole neighborhood down. If they can keep those uh, street valves working, uh, some of them have not been able to be turned in years. City crew replaced the door at the Hilltop Fire Station. City crews have been painting soccer fields throughout the city. Uh, city crew has been filling, cleaning and filling the city pool for the opening later this month. Uh, you got Blue Ash open Hunt Road as the repairs are done. I uh, understood it was done late Thursday afternoon. Uh, city crews repaired a water main break on Waxwing Drive. They used the uh, mow trim, knocked down the overgrown honeysuckle limbs on Hunt Road from the Corporation Line to Columbia. Uh, Columbia. City crews have been assembling bleachers for the park. Sea crews are picking up new trash cans, 80 of them, to go into the parks and throughout the city. City crews will be out painting traffic lines throughout the city the next couple weeks. They do that early in the morning. So if you get a call, one of your neighbors, I'm sorry, but they got to do it early in the morning. But otherwise, uh, you got to block streets up, and that doesn't work. People won't get to work. Mr. Brown, I'd just like to announce that uh, we are having a Finance Committee meeting next Tuesday, May 23rd at 7 p.m. here in Council Chambers, and the meeting is open to the public. Okay. Can I have one thing? Go ahead. Um, thank you, Mr. President. I, I'd like to add that the, um, since we won't have a meeting before the, the uh, Memorial Day, uh, the parade will be broadcast live on watchwritingohio.com if you can't attend to the parade. So, that's over here. A few things uh, for me. Here at City Hall, we prepared a proclamation for retiring MND teacher and coach, uh, Sister Ruth Bettinghouse. Uh, she graduated herself from MND in 1969, and after graduating from Mount St. Joseph University and then joining the Sisters of Notre Dame de Namur, she spent the next 44 years teaching biology and anatomy and MND. She also coached softball and volleyball that led to induction into MND's Athletic Hall of Fame. So we wish her the very, very best, sweet lady. That's my biology teacher. <laughs> yeah. Retirement, Sister Ruth. Yeah, but just, <laughs> just awesome to do that and wish her the best. Uh, from the police chief, it's time to remind people again, lock your vehicles. Don't leave valuable things in, in your vehicles. 
you know, take them in or lock them in the trunk. We see an uptick every year this time of year uh, with thefts from cars and also vandalism. So we asked people, uh, please call our police when you see any suspicious or illegal activity and report any vandalism immediately. You know, those are big helps to us. It's litter and vandalism are just costs to the city that don't need to be. Uh, our first farmer's market will be this Friday. Uh, May 19th from 4 to 7 p.m. and they'll go on every Friday until September 29th, 4 to 7 p.m. corner of uh, Reading Road and, and um, Vine Street. So uh, some neat vendors there and, and it's neat that we have it. So please um, go to and help out and support our, our Reading's Farmers Market. Also on May 20th, the Milk Creek Alliance and Yacht Club will have a Paddle to Milk Creek, a great event. Um, I was on one of the first tours they took. You know, we work very, very closely with the Mill Creek Alliance here and with the Mill Creek Yacht Club. You know, Patrick and I have worked with them. We're the reason our offices are here in Reading. Uh, the Yacht Club's uh, canoes are here in Reading. We've worked with MSD to take millions of gallons of raw sewerage out of the Mill Creek each year. Um, we worked and got a grant uh, for a flood bench that, that reduces flooding. Uh, every time the Yacht Club or Milk Creek Alliance has a cleanup, our, our public works helps and picks it all up. So we've worked very closely with them for many years, and the Milk Creek's improving. We're seeing more fish, we're seeing more wildlife, um, more bald birds. Eagles. Bald eagles. <laughs> yep, bald eagle included. So anyway, it's neat that we work with them, but um, this Saturday is a prime opportunity for any of you who haven't uh, canoed it. It's, it it's, it's really a neat event. Uh, the BYO's Memorial Weekend Festival is May 26, 27, 28, 29th with excellent food, drinks, entertainment, rides, softball games, and, and a lot of awesome people. Uh, please come to Caney Park and support an incredible all-volunteer organization that keeps over 300 boys and girls busy six, seven months a year, softball, baseball, basketball every year. They need your help. Um, all kids are given an opportunity to be on a team, learn the fundamentals of the game, <clears throat> and learn, learn teamwork and sportsmanship. Excellent organization. Um, and on Memorial Day, uh, the 114th uh, Memorial Day parade to our community. So we hope people get out. Starts at 9 a.m. in Harlington Heights. People keep asking me when it gets to Reading. I've never looked on my watch, but I imagine quarter till 10, 10 o'clock. Uh, but it is, it'll be another incredible parade. It'll be bigger. Um, than it has been in quite some time. Um, the fundraising for the Hilltop Basketball Court renovation in honor of Chad R Richmond is ongoing. It's going to be a beautiful addition up at Hilltop. Uh, you know, they've raised over $70,000, a lot of hard work. They're getting closer. They're going to have bids here real soon. It'd be an another nice addition to our city. Um, I want to say congrats to all gr who are graduating from each of our excellent schools in our city. You know, some wonderful young people of uh, Reading High School's graduating class, you know, excellent young men and women and M&D and Classical Academy with, you know, them moving on and St. Peter and Paul Academy. Just graduations at all our schools um, really neat. So anyway, with that, that's it for me. Very good. Anything else under miscellaneous? Make a motion to adjourn. Second. Ooh, that was close. I think it goes to Mrs. Kroger this time. So a motion by uh, Mr. Tom and a second by Mrs. Kroger to adjourn all in favor. Aye. 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 Opposed? All right, that's it. Everybody have a good night. We're adjourned.